0: You are the salt of the earth. Jesus Christ calls us to flavor the world with his goodness through the witness of our own lives. But I want to pose a question here. How do we build a culture in which we are salt? In which we are light? And... The other question is, how, how do we build a culture or what do we do in a culture that prohibits that from happening? And especially, I want to look at this on how do we do this in the lives of our own children. To illustrate, I want to use an example from my own teenage years. So sit and get comfortable. I remember the most difficult conversation I ever had to have with my parents. It was sometime in the second semester of my sophomore year of high school. And I sat my parents down in the living room and I told them, you're sending me to public school next year. I'd explain to them my reasoning. I wasn't happy. There was lots of bullying at my school. And on my own part, I really hadn't done the best job of fostering good relationships at my school, so I needed a clean start. I'm the youngest of four, so at this point, all three of my siblings had graduated from Catholic high schools, went all the way through Catholic grade schools, and all three of them were enrolled in Catholic universities. My parents, to put it very lightly were avid supporters of Catholic education. And I'm sure there was worry that came into my mom's mind, and my dad's mind, about how would their son continue to live out his faith if they were to follow through and send him to Catholic school, and to public school, sorry. The next fall, I enrolled in Omaha at Omaha Northwest, which, contrary to the name of the schools, actually in about north central Omaha, is an inner city school with about 2,000 kids was a massive change for me. And it took about a year for my feet to finally settle but by my senior year I was surrounded by friends that were kind and very faith-filled. I went from a high school student that faith was just something on Sunday to a high school student who cared daily and talked daily about my faith. My first year in college, I'd grow lax in faith again. But when I returned to this core group of friends that I had from my public school, I was ignited up again in faith. They were my light, they were my salt. And I tell this story to illustrate the effect of being Christian salt in the world. The gospel sends a message of faith being lived out in the everyday messiness of life. It calls us to flavor an otherwise dull and depressing world with hope, the message of a loving Savior who desires to be in relationship with us. Jesus further tells us that the lamp is not put under a bushel basket, but placed on a lampstand. And so I want to ask a bold question. Are the four walls of this church a lampstand or a bushel basket? Do we place our children up on lampstands Or do we place bushel baskets over them? I wanted to use the experience of faith in a public school to illustrate a very true point. The same sayings I hear today I heard as a 16-year-old who was transferring into public school. They've kicked God out of schools. They've kicked prayer and faith out of schools. So on and so forth. And so we were set with either one of two conclusions. Either the teachers, myself, and my friends who were at our school were complete rebels, or these talking points weren't true. It was when I entered a public school, it was the first time that I really had seen Christians actually pray before lunch, instead of just reciting prayer. Now, that was my experience. I think at St. Mary's it happens a little better, but that was my experience. We would argue in our English class about the merits of the moral teachings of the church. The death of Pope John Paul II was broadcasted on our hallway announcement TVs And in our history classes, we would discuss the historical significance of that. Then we'd go home, or to church, or to our youth group, and we'd be shocked by the news that Jesus Christ wasn't present in our heathen North Omaha school. And as high schoolers who were easily shy, and already not too confident, we would start questioning ourselves. Maybe we're not that good. Maybe we're not that faithful. Maybe we're not doing too much. That, my friends, is a bushel basket. When I return to Omaha, I have a group of faith-filled friends that build me up as a priest. The same friends that encouraged me back to the faith after a rocky start in college. The same friends that challenged me to discern my vocation. And the same friends to this day that call me out if I'm just being plain dumb. We span in different ages now. We weren't all in high school together. But we all stemmed from this one core group of public school students Who had a strong backing by our families that's key had a strong backing by our families our parish youth group and our public school teachers who were at mass with us on sundays over the years we've let a few catholic school grads join us some of those by marriage Brothers and sisters, it doesn't have to be us versus them. It doesn't always have to be St. Mary's versus Pub. I can be loud at basketball games sometimes. That's why my voice is a little raspy this morning. But I'll say what I often yell when I see two players go after the same board, the same rebound. You're on the same team. Trust me, I'm a bigger advocate of Catholic education than my parents were. If you want to sit down with me, I'll tell you why St. Mary's is so great. But the one thing I refuse to do is to tear others down in order to promote and build up. In our gospel today, the Lord tells us that when we see the good work that is done, we glorify our Heavenly Father. We're called to glorify and encourage good work. So what's the alternative? The alternative is that we support our parents, that we support our kids, and that we model environments and communities that become those of salt, those of evangelization. In the Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph twenty-two, twenty-three. This is a very beautiful paragraph regarding parents being the primary educators of their children. It reads the following: Parents have the first responsibility for education of their children. They bear witness to this responsibility, but first by creating a home where tenderness, forgiveness, respect. Fidelity and disinterested service are the rule. The home is well-suited for education and the virtues. This requires an apprenticeship and self-denial, sound judgment and self-mastery, the preconditions of all of all true freedom. Parents should treat the, teach their children to be subordinate, to subordinate the material and instinctual dimensions to the interior and spiritual ones. It's a big concept there. To put material needs beneath those of spiritual. Right? To elevate the spiritual above the material. It continues, parents have the grave responsibility to give good example to their children. And then this last sentence is the most key. By knowing how to acknowledge their own failings to their children, parents will be better able to guide and correct them. In short, parents are first to create and model the community of evangelization that will then spread into our schools, that will then spread into our children's friendships. The church is there to assist parents in this great responsibility. But by church, I don't mean father, deacon, and the paid staff of the parish. By church, I mean all of us together as a community are here to support one another in that great responsibility. We have many parents who assist in the formal religious education and youth ministry, but we always need more. Parents need to encourage their children, and I put a special emphasis around the word encourage, encourage their children to be in attendance of these activities. To be in attendance at our youth ministry, to be in, te- in attendance at religious education. Again, by encourage, I might mean require. Let me make a plug here for Alpha Youth, which is going right on right now, it began last week for our high schoolers. It's very similar to the Alpha program that we did for the adults. That just starts at the basics of a relationship with Jesus Christ. I Want to encourage our high school parents to encourage their children to be in attendance at that. Lastly, a word for our students. No matter what school you're at, be salt. Build a community even if it's two people, that talks about faith, that spreads salt, and that flavors the world, your community, with the good news of Jesus Christ.